In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And I'm truly so happy to be back here. I'm same. It's it's a cold February day. It's blizzarding outside. So, yeah, I'm excited to be back. Any update on your wedding, Jordana? Are you you're always um, good at like planning something each week? So, I try to do like a little something, although like you I am entering into the stage I feel like where there's like the lull. Like first it's mm-hmm. like your venue and then you try to get all your vendors in um and then I feel like there's like a weird quiet period. Mm-hmm. before like things start up again so i am sort of like i already sent out my save the dates um so yeah i'm like i made a few dress appointments i haven't gone yet i'll update you guys when i have like actually finally gone i've really been i've i found that i've been putting that off more than any other thing i think because it's the only thing that you can't do virtually yep yeah you know so, so i've just been like avoiding the only in-person or now, like wedding task I've had to do. What about you? I, I, I heard you've had a, a, a busy, <laughs> busy time wedding planning. Finally, because I was like, the audience probably hates me by now because literally every week I'm like, no, nothing to report. But honestly, it's because you guys, you know, I've been p- planning this wedding for since 2019 at this point. So um, I did pick back up, though. It's exciting. My planner and I had a phone call just to kind of like start talking about things again and jump back in. And that her, I love my planner. Her name is Sarah Reynolds, shameless plug. Um, I love her because she's like really hopeful, but also like realistic. Like she told me, she was like, look, your wedding's in September. There is so much uncertainty right now. Like there likely might still be masks at your wedding and there might still, you might Mm -hmm. have to look at like cutting down your guest list a bit because we were at like almost 200 people like trying to invite And she was just giving me those like that dose of realism that I think I needed. And it was kind of crazy to hear that like I might I because I didn't even picture masks being a thing at my wedding. Like I was really trying to avoid that. But really, she's right. Like if if not every wedding outdoors, half of it's kind of outdoors, like the ceremonies outdoors and then the receptions kind of like indoors but there will be like doors open to the outside the whole time so people can go out on this like terrace and well that's good play around yeah so there's gonna be outdoor but which I'm also I'm also kind of bummed about because now that I think about it people might be trying to like dwell outside too much on the balcony area and not be like inside dancing with the band but whatever I don't well what I feel like she's doing is good in terms of she's just managing your expectations. Mm-hmm. So like the less, the more you're like understanding that something's going to be reality further o- away, like the more you have time to let it like sink in and like, right, you know, right. kind of like be excited about your new potential Vision. new reality of, of how it's going to be, which isn't necessarily like terrible. It's just like different what you, from what you thought. And I feel like the worst thing is when you're like expecting, the, right. I think the biggest anxiety comes from like the difference between your expectations and what actually happens in reality. So I think it's mm-hmm. great that she's like planting the seeds because exactly. hopefully she's wrong. Hopefully things are like back together. Hopefully like it's not necessary. But if it is, you will at least had have had like six months plus to get used to the idea kind of like being like, OK, with like how it's coming. Right, right. And I'll talk about this more as we get into the episode, but we did make some changes to the guest list in terms of snip, snip, cutting them, which I know everybody has been asking about and our whole audience has been asking like how to do that and stuff, which I have thoughts about. But um, yeah, I mean, other updates other than that call with my planner to kind of like talk about the design vision and stuff of what we wanted. So she's going to kind of pull together like an inspiration design book kind of thing. Um, I 
also started gathering emails for save, digital save the dates and designed my paperless post save the dates. But oh, have, wow. Yes. Congrats. Have not sent them out. I copied you. I'm doing it's easy, digital. right? It's so easy. I just have to literally send out texts and get the emails. So, um, so easy though. So fun. And one of the best things about it, this isn't sponsored about paperless post, but you can tell because I'm always like a little anxious that some people don't check their email or like, but like, I think just as many people don't check their actual mail either. So, but it lets you basically what it does is it informs you if someone's opened it or not. So you Mm -hmm. can like, you don't have to be like, did this person get it? Did they not get it? Like, you'll know if they opened it, Um, which I find, I found to be like, great. This person like actually received it. I don't have to like work. And if they didn't, I'm like, then I text them if it's like a few days later. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because you get to like put your wedding website link right on the cards so they can like click right from it and go see mm-hmm. more details there which is nice because oh we got all of our hotel room blocks set up thank thank god to my future mother-in-law for owning that process um and then what else we just oh we set up appointments for our actual pre-cana classes pre-cana classes oh wow one uh, of those have starting next week tuesday virtually? night and thursday night virtually thank god oh, because cool. Thank God. No pun intended. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> literally, so I, I remember in our episode, our pre canna episode, a lot of people have said like, you want to do these like ret- weekend retreats. And like, I just kind of wasn't trying to do that. Like my weekends are precious to me. Like I don't need to be like going on a retreat for like, right. <laughs> like a God retreat. I don't. So Thursday night from seven to nine and then Tuesday night from seven to nine next week. Um, one of the sessions is called God's Plan, which I thought was really fun because that's the name of one of Drake's songs as well. But that's funny. <laughs> well, best of luck. Please let us know how those are panning out. Um, I would love to hear more about your personal experience with it as it goes along. I'm sure the audience would as well. Should we get into today's topic, which is people trying to invite themselves to your wedding and cutting unnecessary guests from the list? Tell us a little bit more about your experience doing this what was like yes what was the easy part what was the hard part so here's the thing mike and i had like 180 plus on our list i said mike as we're about to send out these change the dates virtually we need to take a good hard look at this list and like really cut down because like chances what if we get to september and we will have to be at 150 people or less. So I was like, who can we, who, who do we not need here? Like, who do we not need to witness our love at this wedding given Corona times, which looking back, I wish we had said this to ourselves before making a giant list and sending out save mm-hmm. the dates to anyone and their mother. Um, so basically I, this, I hope nobody's listening, but like I looked at some of the people and I was like, okay, this is a, a friend or two from college who I really like haven't kept that well in touch with. And when I was thinking about how to uninvite them, because we've posted on Instagram. You had already sent them a save the date. Just uh, they have, yes. Okay. All of these people have You're already for the original wedding. Exactly. And then I never sent out. I, I really just when when we decided to postpone, I really just like texted groups and let people know. And like these people, I told them like even just like through text or Instagram DM, like heads up, our wedding's not happening. Like we're still working on replanning, et cetera. But I never sent out like an official formal, like you are now invited to the new date yet. Um. So with these people, I honestly was thinking about it and I was like, there are better ways to uninvite people. You can send out a nice card. You can give them a phone call or a FaceTime and literally like talk to them. I was like, these people, I don't even FaceTime regularly. I'd feel weird FaceTiming them to like tell them they're not invited. So I That's sent- really funny. Like, do they pass the FaceTime test? Exactly. Like if you're not <laughs> close enough that you would feel comfortable FaceTiming them, should they be at your wedding? Exactly. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. truly use the FaceTime test. Like <laughs> and I and I would feel I feel if if like these people are listening and they're they know they got this from me, I would feel comfortable FaceTiming them, but like we don't regularly at all. We haven't in a year literally. So like why am I going to now? That that was my thinking. And so I sent a really long, nice text message. <laughs> And I know you guys might be thinking that like this is tacky. Whatever. You already did it to the, to a couple people. Yeah. Okay. And I just said like, hey, look. Basically, let me. Pull, uh, 
literally I just said like, Hey, look, I miss you. I said some personal stuff like miss you. Hope you're doing well. Like the personal niceties. Yeah. And then I was like, I wanted to let you know, I'll literally read the text. I wanted to let you know with all the uncertainty in the world, there's been a change of plans for our wedding and we're forced to cut down our guest list quite a bit. Unfortunately, since Mike and I have huge families, we have to start with cutting our friends first, which is the truth. I'm so sorry to do this. I hate it more than anything because I know we sent you a save the date for our previous wedding date. And if we could have you and others there, we totally would. But we're just trying to err on the side of caution right now. So sorry again. And I can't wait to blah, blah, blah. And then I said all this nice stuff like personal to them. You know, that's really, really nice. I think a lot of people wouldn't even say anything. So I actually think that like, I think like you might think a text is like, is not enough. I think that's like, really really nice and like i think a lot of people would just not send it especially if they haven't spoken to them to in a while just been like i'm gonna avoid an awkward conversation and not say anything so i think that's like props to you for um Thank you know you. confronting it head on and like being really honest and being like really upfront i think that's awesome i assume i, I must assume that everyone that that mm-hmm. you cut has responded really nicely. Oh, totally understanding. And like, think about it. They probably weren't even going to like come <laughs> anyways, if we truly haven't talked in that long, um, like talked. And things are still like uncertain. I'm sure exactly. they wouldn't come anyway. Exactly. And like, the thing is like, could I still have them on the list realistically because my wedding isn't till September? Yes. But I truly was like, I don't, I d- I guess it's after the pandemic. Like, I feel like 150 people is max. Like, I don't need to invite more than that. And our numbers, our total number that we're inviting is still even more than that a little bit, I think. But it's like, here's my other question. Let's say things are fine. You can have as many people as you want. Are you now going back to these people being like, if you want to come, you can come or it's just like, it's done for them. It's over. No, it's over for them. Cause also it's for, <laughs> it's, it's over. It's, it's over for you bitches. <laughs> no. And I love them. And like, but also I feel like the pandemics made me like so money conscious too. And like, I'm, I'm sure like, you've incurred some costs from yes, postponing. Right? Yes. I would imagine um, there was at least some, a cost here or there. No, nothing. Uh, That's kind of, uh, my florist had me you're saying the original save the dates yes yes the original i'm lucky to throw that there no yeah that's that's a definite um honestly not really i mean the hotel costs for like our guests like went up a hundred dollars randomly like the for the hotel that our wedding's at but other than that but that's on them yeah (laughs) sorry sorry guests you're paying an extra hundred to stay there for our wedding but um honestly i lucked out i don't know i my vendors were all like very understanding i had to pay a transfer fee but it's getting put towards the final payment for like my florist like a little bit of extra just to hold the second date but it's gonna be put towards the final anyways but that's great yeah so um and okay so that's i think that's a great text message to send you guys should write that down um because that sounds (laughs) like Like if I were uninvited to a wedding, that's exactly how I would want to be uninvited. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's really nice. And now you don't have to like hide anything or be weird. Um, Exactly. It sucked to send. Don't get me wrong. It felt awkward as hell. And I hated it truly. But honestly, once it was over, I was like, we're good. Yeah. I don't think that's tacky at all. Like how what like what's tacky about that? That's so much more personal than like sending out like a yeah. card that you send to everyone this is like i'm op- i'm letting you like express yourself back to me like i'm giving you i'm True. opening a conversation so i think that's like pretty much the ideal way to do it and everyone should take notes from nicole <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you newly newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead so newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just 98 dollars a month 
You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let me read our email, though, about this topic. Yes. Um, So the listener writes in, Hi, Nicole and Jordana, obsessed with your podcast. Literally been on the same journey with Jordana from dating to living with my boyfriend to getting engaged a month after her. So love the switch from you up to Betch's Brides, but getting to the point. Oh, thank you. We love that journey. Yes. We're we're with you every step of the way. We've got you covered. Um, Anyway, getting to the point. People coming out of the woodwork trying to get an invite. I'm not saying I'm cool by any means. My boyfriend, Dev, is known as a great party thrower. Someone literally sent us a Christmas card from from him and his dog. It was weird. And then texted asking about our wedding plans. But he got this text message from his old coworker who he occasionally does Pelotons with. She is talking about her baby's party in the day for context. And they live many states away. Okay, so let's read the text and then I'll finish the email so that the listeners know what we're talking about. So you're going to you're the groom and I'm the girl that he Pelotons with occasionally that lives many states away. Correct. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. When is your wedding? Tentatively, December 31st, 2021, if it's safe. Uh, I hope so. Fingers crossed emoji. Emily's B-Day party in the morning, your party at night. Ha ha ha. So she's saying Emily <laughs> is her uh, baby <laughs> yes. and she lives many states away. <laughs> she goes, I'm sorry. Are we crazy? Or is this literally is this a really weird thing to text someone? I have only met her once. And that one time was the only time he has seen her in the past four years. As he said, yeah, totally. Also, like, God forbid stuff is canceled. But honestly, there are just people who mean a lot more than to me than someone I occasionally Peloton with. I assume he said that to his wife, the woman who's writing in and not the person. (laughs) So basically she, she thinks it's crazy. The husband says he also thinks it's crazy. Um, and there are just people who mean a lot more to him than this woman. Are we reading? Are we both reading too much into it? How do we handle these types of questions for our upcoming wedding? And yes, the amount of unread text messages he has has stressing me out as well. Her husband has or her fiance has 278 unread text that messages. Was the, the biggest thing I saw when I looked at the, I was like, what is happening? That is nuts <laughs> is to me. This? I like it gives me anxiety just like watching that. Like, but is he the kudos president? to him like, for being what? off his phone? <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, impressive. True. He's too busy throwing all these parties. Um, <laughs> so what do you think? Um, it's so funny because I like when I got engaged, I had these I had these people, too, that would like DM me and be like, can't wait for the wedding. And some of those people were the ones that I my people pleasing personality, like through that DM got bullied into putting on the list. And now I'm on the original list. And now those are the same people that I'm set. I'm growing a pair and uninviting and blaming on on Corona because honestly, like it's, it's those, you know who you want there and you don't, when it comes down to it, it sounds to me like they both don't want this person there but this person it is weird that she's sending this like preemptive text saying like oh i'll have emily's birthday party in the morning and then your party at night like very presumptuous that was the word i was looking for yeah um but yeah i mean it's you'll get that you'll you'll get those texts how would you have responded to that text I would not respond (laughs) and then I would not keep them on the I would not if I respond it's not going to be to that it's going to be about something like if I want to talk to them about work I'll respond about that but I would I would not put them on the list and then if they have the balls to bring up like hey what's happening with your wedding am I invited then that's Mm -hmm. where I address it I just wouldn't 
say anything. I just. Yeah, I think unless they're like specifically calling you out about not inviting them, there's no reason mm-hmm. to have to do that. And then if they did that, just be like, we're trying to keep things like smaller than even than I had even anticipated, like um, hope all is well with you. Like, I'm um, whatever. Like, I would have loved to have you there. But unfortunately, like we're just like the guest list size is like limited. Yeah, I do think that's a good idea. If they want if this person if they want to kind of like nip it in the bud now and like not have there be any question with her he could say back oh like yeah i wish i could invite coworkers and stuff i wish but we already know with everything going on we're just we've decided to keep it small like yeah nip it there that's a i think you could get ahead of it and do that or you could just be like lol and change the subject um yeah. and then not do it and wait for them make especially if they're not close enough where you like are really worried about like them not feeling included or you not addressing it with them because it sounds like this person is like not a true friend in the way of like someone that he like really cares about maintaining a relationship with mm-hmm. i think you can kind of ignore it if it was someone that actually like you like you're on the border with where you're like they could think that they were close enough to do this then i think you can preemptively text them if you think they would actually be really upset as right. opposed to other things i also think like it's interesting because i mean i'm as we've talked about before like a little older so i most of my friends are already married um you i think are like in that stage where like you're one of the first and i do think like with when i was like in my mid my mid-20s i did not understand that like you didn't just invite like you know kind of like when i mean like it's funny you used to have face you used to have birthday parties and just invite everyone on facebook and like mm-hmm. whoever came came and whoever didn't didn't and i kind exactly. of like i think had a thought that weddings were like sort of similar like you would yep. invite everyone that you like kind of talk to frequently or even through work or like whatever you like why not just invite any anyone and I remember thinking that there were gonna be a lot of weddings that I was just gonna be invited to because like I have was like mm-hmm. an outer circle friend and then now that I'm planning my own wedding or even before that because all my friends have done it um I understand that it's like a huge cost every guest you have yeah. and like the space is limited and it's not that's not the same way that you would dress like no nope. Facebook birthday party circa 2014. Um, well, and aside from cost, it's also like they're like, it's a wedding. Like it's an intimate thing that they're witnessing. Like you might be reading vows at the ceremony. Like, do you, do you need everyone, every outer circle, outer friend, circle friend there like yeah. to witness that or no? That's my mentality now. Totally. But also and now, cost is the biggest one for me. Personally. 100%. And also at this point, like I've are like most of the people, like a lot of the people who I would have had to cut like have already gotten married and not invited me on a mutual basis. See, that's so amazing. It's even easier for me because I'm not like I'm the first one who has to initiate the um, the non-inviting. Like now it's like great. I love like, that. I don't, I don't have to worry about that because you didn't invite me. I love that. I'm so jealous. We have some people that like invited us because they got married closer to us graduating college. So they invited us because, again, Mike and I went to the same school. So we have those like friends that also met in school and got married. So we have those ones that invited us. But then also like now it's like, do I have to invite them too? like and Mike's saying like, yes, we do. And so I'm just like, fuck it. We will for those. But I love when like you don't get invited. So you're like, okay, you're off my list. Yay. Yeah. And it's nice that you saved some money already. I mean, having a destination Mm -hmm. wedding, I think does allow me to invite a few more people than I would necessarily have wanted there just because I assume that they won't come. So I'm like, if they're Mm -hmm. borderline going to be offended, I'll just invite them. And I assume if we're like on the border, they're not coming to Mexico for my wedding. Although that could backfire. I will update (laughs) you on that as it comes along. But my theory is like, okay, we're like the end of a pandemic and like we're not that close i assume you're not coming but like i'm gonna invite you because um i it's like it's nicer it's a nice thing it's it's an easier thing to do than not but i'm i think i'm assuming that you're not coming so we'll see if that backfires (laughs) and they're like oh vacation ready to party (laughs) that's my biggest fear yeah those all those people that, that like actually wind up showing up yeah let's do our next question what do you think? Yes. The topic of this one is how can I fit the perfect guest experience into my destination wedding, which is super pertinent because Jordana is planning a destination wedding and we get questions about them all the time. So yeah, it's time for the perfect fit segment brought to you by Generation Tux. Getting the perfect fit for your fiance and groomsmen can be overwhelming and for some totally foreign. That's why Generation Tux makes it simple and painless. So you can do everything online from the comfort of your own home. 
And as a bride, we all know how hard it can be to get everything to fit into your vision for the perfect wedding. No such thing as that. But so here's the perfect fit question of the week brought to you by Generation Tux. All right. Let's get right in. Hey, Jordana and Nicole, I love the pod and have been listening since before I got engaged. My fiance and I are having a destination wedding in 2022. I am wondering what is necessary to give slash provide our guests. What we have planned and provided for our guests, we have, okay, so it's a list here, a welcome reception the Friday evening before the wedding and drinks and app- with drinks and appetizers, champagne before the ceremony as guests arrive, cocktail hour with past appetizers, plated meal, open bar, and transportation after the reception to the downtown area where most hotels and bars are located on the island. With all of that being provided by us, we have opted out of having a favor for the guests to take home and welcome baskets in the rooms of the guests staying at the hotel where the wedding is taking place. My mother is insisting that I need to have favors for every guest and a welcome basket in each room. She thinks I am being cheap by cutting these out. Is she right? Should I have a favor and welcome basket? If so, what do I put in the welcome baskets? Thanks for all your help. Sincerely, Confused Betch. Um, this is a good question. Um, mm-hmm. as a fellow destination, um, wedding person, I totally get what she's saying. Um, I think it's kind of like up to her. I don't think it's cheap. I think it's like you have a budget. I mean, it's then in that, in saying that it's kind of like, it's cheap to not do every single thing you could possibly do. If that's mm-hmm. what cheap is like, right. It's kind of like you're she's doing what she can with the budget that she has and i think what she's doing is like pretty nice especially she's inviting everyone when it seems like she's saying it's a welcome party it sounds like a rehearsal dinner but um i guess it's just drinks but i think if she has the budget that's what she's doing with it like it's yeah some people would say like it's cheap to not you know pay for your hotel your your guest's hotel like if you could afford that of of course and then you Mm -hmm. don't pay for it like some would say that's cheap but it's more like this is in your budget like whatever you can afford and people have the can choose to come or not come i think the welcome bags are a little overrated i don't think anyone really likes them that much there's usually like some stupid shit in there that like ditto no one really cares about like some advil and like you know a bottle (laughs) always like a a one ounce bottle of tequila like that's not really changing anyone's full experience it's a nice gesture if you have the money like if i'm gonna see what how much I wind up spending and like whatever I have left. But like, I totally agree with her. Like it's not the main thing mm-hmm. that people are going to care about. It's not an experience that they're going to see. Like it's a nice little extra thing. If you have the budget and tell exactly. your mom, like if she thinks it's cheap, you could say, well, I'm over budget. If you'd like to pay for them, I would love to have them. But like, that's mm-hmm. where I like what, what's important to me for my guests is like that they have cool experiences that we're all at together. So I'm doing this welcome party and I'm putting money into the wedding and I want them to have a really good in-person experience. This seems like a nice little gift, but like if there's somewhere I'm going to cut, that's where I'm going to cut. Right. You know, I, I completely agree. I think I've heard a lot of destination weddings. I've never actually been to one, which is a problem. Um, I've heard a lot of destination weddings doing this like welcome reception because it's like a lot of people are flying in, blah, blah, whatever. I love that idea. I love she's doing the champagne before the ceremony. That's a fun little thing. I think people will enjoy will definitely enjoy. I fully agree. Like welcome baskets. It's like my wedding personally technically is a destination for people. Um, it's going to be in Maryland. It's a destination for myself, too, but it's not like an international destination wedding. But these welcome baskets, I've I've gotten them. They are a formality that I think God invented it's because it's a gesture. It's like a it's it, and it's a courtesy for your guests if they do have to travel from out of town. Hence why they're the welcome baskets are always given at the hotels. Um, and look, it's nice. It's cute. I I probably honestly like will end up doing it, but. What, when I tell you welcome basket, I'm going to Sam's Club or Costco. I'm having, or I'll probably have my mother-in-law do this because she's she'll be better at it. I'll I'll send them to Sam's Club or Costco. I'll get say get a big bulk box of chips for like ten dollars, and then I'll split <laughs> up the chips and put them in a little bag. And I'll probably do the travel Advil because yeah. honestly, that's what everyone does. That's but what I'm saying. It's I it won't it it will not be anything nice. Like you're gonna look at the bag and be like, oh, thanks for the like chips and mini water bottle, Nicole. But like 
that's a great I, tip though if you are going to do it there are definitely ways to like save money by buying things in a mm-hmm. lot of bulk and you know what you could say to your mom is like if it's really important to you like here's the budget that i have towards it if you like if you want to put together something that you think would be nice in this budget or if you want to supplement it and we can do something even bigger like i'm mm-hmm. happy to do that this is the amount of money that i'm working with that's really the non-negotiable i can't contribute more than this Exactly. And we get a lot of questions about the wedding favors. We always get the question, are favors necessarily? Do I have to necessary? Um, my thing is we could talk all day about yes or no, but and like what to give. I don't think I think it's another thing where like if it's if I get a koozie at a wedding, it's cool, but I end up throwing out the koozie yeah. later. Like I like the favors that are food. I think a lot of venues offer like a late night food thing. And that I think that should count as a favor kind of like if you're getting. Like, I agree. I think, yeah. Like my venue Things does like add to the Philly experience. Cheesesteaks or something. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. No one needs like a matchbook with your name on it. Like they're mm-hmm. not. No one, like I don't again, not again, nothing against it. Like no one cares that much. Like if it's like they get it, they're like, oh, this is cute. And then they like maybe use it or maybe throw it out and like it's the kind of thing no one's like i'm expect like if i don't have this like i will be like let down it's more like oh this is like a nice extra Mm -hmm. thing that i didn't think about but also like i don't care that much so i'm totally in agreement with the bride writing in exactly um but that's it for this week's perfect fit brought to you by Generation Tux. Generation Tux specializes in online suit and tuxedo rentals delivered directly to your door. With over 20 styles of suits and tuxedos and hundreds of accessory colors, Generation Tux is everything your groom and groomsmen need to get the perfect fit. They provide free at-home try-ons to make sure you're getting the best fit possible and their groomsmen management system ensures that your guys get fitted and order their garments on time. You can try Generation Tux and their award-winning customer service for yourself by going to generationtux.com. Visit to build your look and get started today. That's G-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-U-X.com. Should we get into our happily ever after segment? What do you think? Yes. Love this one. The listener writes, hi, Betches. Got a doozy for you. My fiance and I have been together for almost six years. Our wedding was just postponed to March 2022. A couple of days ago, I was cleaning our guest room and found divorce papers for my fiance and the person I thought was his ex-girlfriend. He never told me he was married before. His ex-wife was Italian, and my fiancé is trying to explain that they did only did it for her green card. He was 25 and made a really stupid decision. His family doesn't even know about this marriage. But the part I can't get over is the dishonesty. I'm just heartbroken that he hid this from me for nearly six years. The few friends that I confided in think we can work through this, but I just don't know. We had a rough start in the beginning with trust and communication, and this is stirring up so many old feelings and insecurity, ins- insecurities. Uh, I truly don't know if I can get over this, but I don't want to throw away six years for what it's worth. He's very apologetic and says in his heart and soul that he just doesn't feel that that it was a real marriage. Again, it's the lie that is killing me, not just that he was married before. How would you feel? Sincerely, an unexpected second wife. Woof. All right. I I mean, this is a tough one. And this is where I got to lean on you because you're our relationship <laughs> guru. Um, I love how I've dubbed you as that. Um, but that. I mean, I, here's the thing. It's the, I agree. It's the dishonesty. Six years hiding that you had a wife. That's a big deal. And that's something that has got to be addressed. Now, do I think, I don't... I, she did say there's a history of rough start of dishonesty and stuff in the future and communicate or in the beginning and communication. And this is all stirring up that those old feelings. So like, it doesn't look like he has the best track record, but I don't know. I would kind of look at the past six years, look at your relationship, look at the track record and say like, is it worth it to work through this? And I do think like now that he is, being apologetic it's like you can definitely would want to talk this out and maybe don't like in your heart if you want to stay with him obviously don't leave him just because you feel like you need to but I it's this is a lot like this this is a big deal this that like if I found out Mike I'm looking at him in the kitchen right now if if he 
suddenly like I knew something that he he was married I'd be like you are not who I thought you were at all like that's a big thing that you never told me so I don't know right I think um like you said I think it's definitely more about the dishonesty than the marriage um if it was as insignificant as it was like I think that's something that you probably would understand or I would assume you'd understand I think the I mean I think it's really important especially now your marriage is postponed until March 2022 I would use this time to get a couples therapist and really work Mm -hmm. through because it sounds like this is a recurring theme in your relationship the fact that he the fact that you don't you can't you you don't really seem to trust him and also the fact that he and obviously for for a reason and the also the fact which is the other end of this which is that for some reason he doesn't feel comfortable telling you the truth Mm -hmm. so I don't know why he doesn't feel comfortable telling the truth I don't know what his his thought was um in lying to you maybe it was like he thought you would leave him or he didn't think you would understand or he doesn't know how to communicate with you in a way that that he feels that you're going to be receptive and I just think that'll be that's probably something about your communication style I don't know that it's necessarily all him like it could be I don't know I'm not privy to your relationship I'm not privy to like your communication style or or how it or how comfortable he feels bringing things to you but I think that's something that you should definitely work through with like a licensed therapist or a counselor or someone who can really get to the bottom of like why you know why he's being dishonest, why he chose not to tell that for, to, to you so that in a way that you'll understand that wasn't like, oh, I just didn't think it was a big deal. Because it's like, if he didn't think it was a big deal, then he would have just told you. So right. he's clearly like not exactly. telling you because he, maybe he's like afraid or maybe again, like he doesn't feel like he can bring these kinds of things to you. So I would right. just get to the root of that. And usually like it's really helpful to have like an impartial person who can navigate you through that. And I would look at this postponement of your wedding as a blessing because now mm-hmm. you have like over a year you guys can really get into it. You can get to the root of what your issue is. And then you can go into your marriage, both feeling like you've like, you're not just like avoiding this elephant in the room and kind of just like going with the flow. Like you're really working through an issue before you really make that huge commitment. And I think it's like, that's the most important thing. Totally. I use that couples therapy, use it to talk about the past, the future. I, I agree with you. It's like, get to the why of why like this, if he really didn't think this was such a big deal, he would have told you this right when things started to get serious in your relationship and you started like back when you were dating before you were even engaged like he would have just told you and been like hey heads up I do have an ex-wife this is the situation we got married just for her green card and blah blah he would have just told you and but like you said there's a reason why he didn't and it's not at all her fault but there's still a reason and they need to get to that issue to avoid future And that's the more trust. that's the more important thing to get to than the fact that he was married is the reason why he doesn't feel like he can share things mm-hmm. with you that you might not like. Because when stuff um, comes up in the future, you're going to want him to share things and vice versa. And yeah, and I couples therapy. I tell Mike, like, I want to do it right now, like for fun, we're that we're getting tested in quarantine. We're in a one bedroom. He just had to scurry off to the bedroom to do a call. I'm in the living room. Like it's, it tests the relationship and couples therapy don't underestimate the power of it. Totally. And you're lucky you're doing pre-cana. Canna. Oh, Canna. oh yeah. I don't know. Um, and I assume that's like, uh, again, something to sort of like, if, if she was someone who was doing pre cana I would assume this would be something that kind of would kind of come up mm-hmm. um, and you could talk through that. But again, if you're not religious or that's not your thing, there's a million counselors that will see you virtually that could help you work through something like that. I don't think the two of us are going to be able to tell you what to do because we don't know like the reasons why any of this happened or anything about like your past relationship history. But I highly suggest you find someone who can help navigate you guys through this. Um mm-hmm. Should we do some unpopular opinions? Can you explain yes. what the segment is? Yes. Okay. So we do this on our Instagram story and it's literally our most popular Instagram story segment. So we're moving it to the podcast because that's what we do. So basically we had our audience submit their unpopular opinions about weddings and it's pretty self-explanatory. It's an opinion that not everybody's going to say or address or say out loud because it's an unpopular one. And it goes against the norms, which we love. 
So we are going to go through a couple here and we're going to tell you our opinions and tell you also what our audience said about these. So the first one is probably our most popular and most frequently submitted one. And it is wedding cake is overrated. Agree. What do you think? Okay. I have mixed thoughts. You can disagree with me. Totally cool. (laughs) No, I mean, okay. So... I I think I I agree, I agree with the statement it is overrated but I still the traditional gal in me still loves having at least a small cake there like with my physical wedding I'm having a small wedding cake and then doing like some cupcakes to supplement it mm-hmm. then and they're actually it's from a really great baker um so they're going to be good but like I know a lot of, pe- of our audience members have said like they feel that wedding cake is overrated because it just doesn't always taste that good and it's overpriced and it's just like not necessary. Yeah. I feel like it's much more about the aesthetics. Like mm-hmm. it looks cool, but I cannot tell. I've been to so many weddings. I cannot tell you anything about any of the cakes. No one eats it. And I do not remember anything about any of the cakes. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what they look like. I don't remember what they tasted like. like do you eat the I, cake? I mean, I've definitely been given cake at the point where the cake is served. I'm usually like so wasted that mm-hmm. I do not. I'm just eating. I, I could I would eat anything that you put in front of me. Um, <laughs> so I can't I can't say if they were good or not. I'm sure it was like fine. I don't care about the cake like at all. Like right. literally like I think I haven't even thought. Honestly, I haven't even thought about a wedding cake like or what I was going to do about it until this very minute when you said <laughs> this poll. But I mean, some people like I know Sammy, like, for example, obviously, like, um, oh, loves cake. She's, she's like a huge cake person. The cake <laughs> so is like part I. of. She's part of who she, it's part of who she is. Sounds like it's part of who you are. Like, to me, I could not give a shit. Like, it would be, I, I, and I assume that wedding cakes are much more expensive than a regular cake that you just didn't say was for a wedding. Mm-hmm. So I think totally cool to cut it at, at if or like make it like minimalize it if it's in your budget. Right. Right. But that's that's just me. I'm not a cake person. I don't it's know. so funny because I truly I've eaten the cake and I've I remember like the last wedding I went to the cake tasted good. It was like a vanilla coconut thing, which is very up my cake alley. Um, but I truly don't remember like what they look like. So honestly, don't spend a lot of money on like the aesthetic look of your cake. Like totally. nobody, nobody like walks over. Duncan Hines. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get me some cake mix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll your, be like your fun guests will not know the difference. I honestly think if you t- if you made a funfetti cake and you distributed it and no one saw the cake, they'd probably be like, "This is the best wedding cake I've yeah. ever had." Like no one would fucking know. Oh, um, exactly. Our audience was torn on this though. So even though a lot of people submit it, I guess the audience in our poll on Instagram stories voted fifty one percent disagreed with the wedding cake's overrated statement, and forty fifty one percent like the cake. Correct. And the then 49% okay. of people agreed. And that was like a couple weeks ago. Honestly, it depends who votes and it might have changed. But yeah, it was. It, it's always a submitted one as an unpopular opinion, but people seem pretty torn. I think this is, I think this is a real thing of like, are you a cake person or are you not? Like right. if you yourself personally like cake, I bet you you're like, must be cake. Mm-hmm. You yourself or not. All right, Nicole, what would you rather like? Would you rather have no cake or no veil? Oh, God, that's so ra- that's <laughs> that's tough because literally you're probably the both- same price. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, probably. Honestly, I, I'd probably have no veil. I mean, ugh. but a veil, I feel like people would be like, where's her veil? Whereas cake. If you have other desserts, people wouldn't be like, where's the cake? But I don't I'm I'm a cake bitch. I would rather just have no veil. What about you? I don't I don't think I was going to ever have. I think I guess I guess no veil because like I don't think I'm going to have a veil. Really? So it's an easy. I don't know. To, to everyone. I'm not getting married like in a church or anything. Like, Yeah, you're doing our veils like a th- I didn't even really know veils. I haven't gone dress shopping, so I haven't been like talked into the veil by like some yeah aggressive salesperson they'll try that might that might change um but i haven't even really thought about doing it's like another thing where i'm like i haven't thought about this either 
Um, I know I'm not going to spend money on it. I'm borrowing like Sammy's or Ashley's. They both actually um, offered. Maybe if you want Sammy's, you can have hers. I'll take Ashley's. Right. I'll but take them. We can, we, we can do them both. Our weddings are two months apart. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you'll, <laughs> I'm going to wear both. both I'll wear both bells and then or you wear both bells and you give them to me. Yeah, I, I it's not something I'm like, I care that much about. I'm not like I need, the, okay. but I don't know. I feel Great. like that's where like the traditional Italian like grandparents would be like, where's her veil? That's really so. funny. Okay. So um, we are a, a different to the audience because the audience is more into cake, mm-hmm. but we should, we should do would you rathers with the audience too. Would you guys, if you guys would like that, let us know, uh, email us brides at with your questions and thoughts. Yes. Um, what's the next one? Garter tosses are pointless slash not necessary. This is also a popular one. Everyone says some people say trashy too, instead of pointless, but I chose the garter tosses are pointless. What do you think? I agree because I, I, I think like our parents did them back in the day. I truly don't think I've been to a wedding where there's a garter. Like what? I don't even know where to get a garter. (laughs) I think it's like a little tacky and sexual. Yes, I right? agree. Like I don't want my the... family watching that. Yeah, to me it's like very uncomfortable. Like I've definitely I haven't actually seen that done at any weddings that I've been to. Same. But um if it was, I think I would be like cringing a little bit. But if that's your thing, go for it. <laughs> Not for me. I think the audience agreed on this one, right with us? Oh, the audience, I, the percentage, I forget what exactly what it was, but it was like 90% agree. Everybody thinks like no more garter tosses. We can do away. Garter and then, tosses yeah, are over. What do you do? Like you have him. I truly think like I've seen pictures from like maybe not my own parents, but I've, like old older people's weddings where like the man is taking the garter off of her leg. Like I don't even know what that custom is. I just like know. I think it's like a virginity sexual like custom. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's one of those wedding traditions that we can lay to rest. What about Please. like tossing the bouquet? Do people still do that? Oh, that's that's a big unpopular opinion. People are like, not needed. Um, I learned this recently. I've no, actually, not the weddings I've been to. I feel like that's over. Also, it's also like kind of anti-feminist. It's It's like who's going to be the next to get married? (laughs) Have you seen the proposals when people do it? And it's like you throw instead of the bride throwing it she'll turn around i've seen so many videos of proposals being done this way she'll instead of throwing it she'll pretend to and instead she'll turn around and hand it to one of her bridesmaids or one of the women and the woman the woman will be like what she'll like grab the bouquet and be like what and then her future fiance will be kneeling on one knee proposing and it's like if that happened if if i if, if i were at my wedding and like one of my guy friends was like, I'm going to propose to so-and-so. Like, can we do it this way? I'd be like, no, you can't. Uh, pro- I'd be like, do you cannot propose at my wedding? Get your own yeah. event. This is very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it like, it's turns- not about you. Exactly. I think that's terrible. Oh my God. I can't imagine letting someone. It's a common like, thing. That's crazy. If someone proposed to someone at my wedding, I would be like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, Mm-mm. this is not about you. Pick yeah. your own day. Exactly. Um, that's really funny. Um, yeah, garter toss. I think I think garter tosses and throwing the bouquet are both like Done. whoever was doing their PR for those two things like failed miserably <laughs> and they are over. Dead. They are. They are over. Yes. I do know okay. one tip about the bouquet. If you're going to, I learned this recently because the audience we did a thing about it and the audience like DM'd. Um, apparently you never throw the like I, I remember saying like, oh, that's a waste of money, but you never throw the real bouquet. You can get a throw bouquet from your florist, like a separate one to throw. But again, like I don't need to be doing any of that. Sounds like a scam to me. Yeah. Here's an additional piece of money you have to spend on fake flowers to throw <laughs> for some like really weird Too outdated much. tradition of like <laughs> passing on the wedding thing. Exactly. Anyway, let's do our last one, which is Bridal party entrances are a waste of time slash not needed. What do you think? I, hot take, I disagree because I think they're funny and fun. Like, I get that they could be a waste of time and cut into, like, dinner and dancing. But I I still haven't decided if I'm going to do them at my own or not. But I do think they're funny and fun. Maybe it's, like, where I'm from and people do them. 
But I think that's like a very like geo-targeted thing. Like it's either Mm -hmm. a thing or it's not. Although I've been to one wedding where that was thing. I like didn't even know what was happening. I was like, why are we going to a different room than we're going into the thing? I didn't realize like because that was the only one I've been to where they had where they were announcing the bridal mm-hmm. party i thought it was like a little unnecessary was i like so bothered by it no it was like fine i just thought like could have not done this yeah i will say <laughs> i do hate when they're like you have to make up a special like my sister's wedding my, oh my sister's God, a like special dance are you joking <laughs> <laughs> we had to make up a, each a thing and i was like stressing about it and i i was with my future brother-in-law so my sister's husband's brother we were paired together and we grabbed my little half sister who was the flower girl and we were like you do something cute and clever and she was like fun like willing to and we just did this thing where we like we pretended to be taking photos of her and she like striked different poses that way like she had to take the brunt of it and we didn't have to like do much she loved it way more she did but oh i didn't realize there was like I didn't realize you had to like do a special dance. Like in that case, definitely not. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to make anyone else do that. I can picture you hating that. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I'm the last person you can imagine doing the special dance coming out. And you, you like, like, where is song? Oh my God. I would walk out and I'd be like, where is the bar? Like (laughs) that is my special, the special dance to the bar. So I can like have enough alcohol in me to do the special dance. Yeah, exactly. It is cheesy. Like some people, some people like you always see when they have to do it, people grab like beers and you like interlace your arms. I can't do it with myself, but, and you like chug. I've seen, Oh, I've seen that people walking out, like do that. Like you have to just make up a special shtick to do. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of I get it if it's like your thing, like that's cool. <laughs> it's kind of like everything about a wedding is cheesy. So like if you want to exactly. pick one thing or another, like it's your time to be cheesy. This is no hate on anyone's like <laughs> cheesy thoughts. It's kind of like everyone who cares what everyone else thinks. We say that all the time while we're simultaneously right. judging you in this <laughs> very segment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, TBD, if, I, if I'm actually going to make my people do an entrance or not. Well, please let us know. I would love to know what silly dances everyone wants to do. And that's our episode. I think we were really helpful. If you have a question that you want us to answer or an unpopular opinion you would like to get pulled, please email brides at betches.com or email at betches brides. And Nicole will seriously consider whether or not to ask the audience your question. That's it for us. Till death do us part. 